You're listening to the Mariah Report. Back inside. Welcome back. It's the Mariah Report. I'm Martin Burgess. And I'm Dan Enriquez. And we are going back in time. We are in 1992 this week. We're trapped. We've been here for a month now, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this episode, we are going to be talking about one of my favorite songs, Make It Happen, which was the third single from the Emotions album. And I mean, without this song, I feel like my love for Mariah would not have developed as quickly as it did. Mm. It's This, to me, is like one of her iconic songs, for me at least. Yeah, I did discover it at the Divas Live performance. Ooh. That's when I was like, oh, what's this song? Okay, now hold... When I was put, new. Put a pin in that, because we're going to talk about these amazing performances of Make It Happen, because she's had multiple. Yeah. But and we, it, we definitely have to touch on that. It did send me back to discover where it came from. Oh, see, yes. It, mm-hmm. g- it lets you be like, oh, what is this? Where did it come from? Mm-hmm. Love it. Yes. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's a transformational song. It is. One way or another. It is, it is. <laughs> now, similar to what we were saying with Can't Let Go, I feel like the live performances are just better. You know what? I think you're right. <laughs> I do. Because now I think about it, I'm like, how often do I listen to the actual album version? Never. Not very often. Not very often at all. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like now we ju- we may as well just go straight into the performances then. <laughs> well, the album version is good. I'll the be... album version is good. Before we get into the live performances, let's talk a little bit about the chart success mm-hmm. and the music video. Yeah. So, um, okay, this song, Make It Happen, released April 4th, 1992. It made it all the way to number five on the Billboard Hot 100. Cute. So that means, okay, this is four... Five, six, seven, seven singles. All of Mariah's first seven singles have been top ten hits. Mm-hmm. That's big. Yeah, that's huge. And this stayed um, uh, on the charts for so long that even at the year end chart, it came in at number forty two on the Billboard Hot one hundred year end chart. That's big. Yeah, it's good. It's. I'm telling you, it was all over the radio as well. I do remember that because mm-hmm. that's how I discovered it. So I was, this was still in the time where like I didn't, I recorded everything off the radio. Mm. So when this song came, I had my little red radio and I recorded it and I just looped it over and over and over and over again. Mm. And then one day I was probably at my grandma's house and then I saw the music video Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, I love it. (laughs) So the music video is sort of good. And again, it sort of goes with that sepia tone that we've been doing throughout the whole sort of era. Mm Mm-hmm. And Mariah looks beautiful in it. Yeah, is the vibe like abandoned church? Yes, actually, I think I, I I think it is. There's a theme here. Yeah, it's supposed to be everybody gathering at the church to save the church. 
because yes. it was going to be like broken down or like tore down or something like that. Yes. And they were coming, you know, together as a community. Gentrified. Yes, to to keep this church alive. Mm-hmm. And it sort of goes well with the song. It's very inspirational, obviously. Yeah. Um, Mariah's mentioned a couple times how this is, you know, um, a personal song because there is some true influence the to song it. Make it happen um, is really close to me. I I wrote it with David Cole and Robert Quivillis um, of CNC. We did the music together, and I took it home and wrote the lyrics. Um, I guess it's just basically kind of like my story um, in a way. I mean, it just sort of tells how if you really believe in in yourself, you can achieve your goals. And, you know, a lot of luck and everything else is involved. But a lot of people write me letters saying, you know, I'm a singer, I want to be a singer, but I can never do it because I just don't know how to go about it. And it was kind of me trying to give people an inspirational message saying that if I can do it, you can do it. There's nothing, you know, different. You just you just have to keep at it and believe that you can do it. They always call Mariah when there's a crisis. <laughs> she needs to call her to fix, get stuff fixed. It's true. And this, I think, but this is also, when you think about all of Mariah's singles, this is the first one that's not like sort of a, a love song. Mm. You know, it's not about love. It's about like personal growth, inspiration, yes. and, you know, that kind of thing. And that's, I think, why it sort of like connected with me so much, just because I can relate to it. Um, but also, like, you know, we're saying we're like eight, nine years old here. There's only so much I know about love. Uh-huh. You know, I, I can connect to songs like Can't Let Go. Yeah. Um, but I really can't make, you know, that deep connection. With this, I could. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was like a whole nother layer of, you know, Mariah as an artist, as a songwriter. Yeah. Well, it's in the canon of hero, mm-hmm. Mariah's theme, where she's mm-hmm. singing to the listener. Right. Yes. And it is. It's that first song where people look for look to Mariah for the inspiration. Mm-hmm. This is the first time we really hear it. And yeah. and it it was it's it's I think it's changed this helped change the trajectory of the types of songs that she can write and release as a single. Yeah. Because she knows people can relate. Also, now that we've read the book, we see how explicitly autobiographical it was. Mm-hmm. Talking about not more than three short years ago. She had no money. No, Abandoned. A, yes. No proper shoes upon my feet. She had a hole in her shoes. Yes. It's all very, very true. Yeah. And that's what I love about this song. It's it's just really, really good. Right. And, and it's upbeat. You yeah. know, it's not like, and it's not too preachy. It's not preachy at all. It's mm-hmm. about, you know, getting through the struggle of, of everything, of life, just believing, having faith. You How know? to succeed. Yeah. And it's not, um, it's just, she doesn't overdo it. I think it's just right. Yeah. So that, that's why this is one of my all-time favorite Mariah songs. Well, I think because it is so, uh, like I mentioned, autobiographical, when she does do it live, you feel her really mean it. Mm-hmm. That's why the live performances are just so much better. So much better. So let's get into them. Yeah, where should we start? Shuffle up the live performance? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's please shuffle with the live performances. Let's, because there's so many to talk about. Do you have a particular favorite? Can we maybe start there before we shuffle? The Divas Live. Divas Live. is my favorite. There you go. Because you got the big hair as well. Of course, of course. And the gold dress. I'm doing my best to be a diva this evening. Do you like the ensemble? <laughs> Because it's all about the ensemble when you're a diva sometimes. But we're going to try and make it happen for you tonight. 
And um, that's why we do this next song. And the cold dress. And I and think the running on and the, the stage. running on the stage. And the choir. Yes, everything, <laughs> yes. everything. I remember watching that performance and just falling in love with that song all over again. So that and that was in 1998. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite performance came from one of my favorite performances. I have a, a bunch, but the iconic Madison Square Garden. Was I see you up there? I see you up there. Yes, but. And we love that moment, but also there's so many other moments. Mariah's interaction with the crowd. Mm-hmm. Mariah's, you know, uh, sort of belting out to the crowd mm-hmm. of people right there in the front. Mm-hmm. Or like how she sits down at the end of the stage and she's like, oh, I'm going to tell you guys a story. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's blah, blah, blah. Like those really close interactive moments also make that performance so much better. Mm -hmm. You know, if you watch, you know, the video from that Madison Square Garden, it opens up with like a little video montage of, you know, old pictures of Mariah and, you know, just her story of how she, you know, stayed uh, focused and she believed she could make it. I know. Well, she's the living testament that if you do those things, it can happen. It absolutely can. It absolutely can. Um, okay, now let's shuffle through a couple performances here. What do you think of the Live 8 performance? I was just going to say we should do the Live 8. Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> um, love. It's amazing. It's yes. another one of those performances where she's running. The running. Yes, she's running, and you can really see the passion in what she's singing. Yeah, plus she was in a good mood because Emancipation had done so well. Mm-hmm. So she's mm-hmm. on a high, career high right now. She's at the Live 8. This one was a Live 8 concert. Mm-hmm. Piggybacking off the Live Aid concert. That was a big, iconic um, fundraiser, I guess. In the 80s, yeah. In the 80s. And so she's a part of this now. Mm-hmm. I bet she never would have imagined. Right. Look how far she's come. Yeah. And this song sort of is the start of her story of look how far I've come. She can sing it. You know, when Live 8 came, what, she 15, 16 years into her career, mm. and she's still singing this song, and she still believes it just as much as she did back in the day. Mm-hmm. So that performance is really great. She also, just to say, she's performed this on most of her tours. Yeah. Well, the Live 8 one, I feel like it's a little bit more rock and roll as well. A little bit. Yeah. Well, you know, she has the choir back there. She has the Ed Hardy dress on. I know. And she's just running and she's doing it. Yeah. Now, I will say, vocally, you could tell that she was a little strained. Yeah, but I like but that. It, I love it, too. Yeah. Because that's you. That's where you see the passion. She's not worried about, oh, because believe it or not, Make It Happen is a really hard song to sing. You think? Oh, yes. <laughs> it, it, it is. <laughs> 
<laughs> it is. You really do need a lot of like strong vocal to sing it. Um, and so like, but she didn't care about that. You uh-huh. know, she was just doing the performance the way it needed to be done. And that's what I love about the live eight performance. Yeah. What about some earlier ones? She did it at the music box tour. She did. We just got recent footage. Of, um, yes. Madison square garden. Another one. else did she perform that in the early years did she well she's done it at well, okay early years mtv, Un- MTV unplugged. unplugged yeah you know which is a great performance but honestly it's not one that i go to all the time same there's no running see i think you know she performed it a couple times like as it was out as a single but i think the real passionate great performances sort of came Later, like mm-hmm. Divas Live and even after that, mm-hmm. like when she does it on the Butterfly Tour or when she does it on, you know what, one of my favorite, the Mall of America, That's which a good is one. a very slept on performance. Mm-hmm. But it's like, again, I think it took a while for her to really get that passion behind this song and to believe in this song and because she saw what it did for her, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of like personal growth and, and faith. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think some of her best performances come in the later years, mm. not necessarily like, you know, in 1992 or 93 even. Yeah. So, yeah. So those are my favorites, the more recent. Well, it probably reminds her of those early days in her career. And again, it's one of the first songs of hers that's autobiographical. That mm-hmm. she, um, what did she talk about in the book when she mentioned The Roof? Did she say autobiographical? Yeah. Docu-song. A docu-song. docu-song. There you go. Right. One of her first one. So mm-hmm. she can continue and maybe look back at those days now. Right. When she sings it. Yeah. And I think when you think of all of the early songs from the Emotions album, this is the one that she performs the most. Yeah. You know, like, yes, she performs Emotions a lot. Uh, but this one, I feel like she performs it more often than you, uh, definitely Can't Let Go. Mm-hmm. Or even some of the songs from the debut album. <laughs> you know, when you talk about the first three years of Mariah's career, the first three albums, let's say, mm-hmm. Make It Happen is one of her constant live performances. Like, she doesn't always sing Dream Lover, mm-hmm. you know, she but she will always do a Make It Happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, of course, she always does Hero, but like that's why I think this song holds really strong to Mariah and her personal connection to it. Yeah, and don't even, don't forget about Make It Happen slash Through the Rain. Oh! Make It Through the Rain. Oh, oh yes! <laughs> And when the wind blows 
Oh my it still goodness. Lives. It still lives. That was such a great little mashup. I want her to do that live, like more, uh, like on tour in concert. Yeah. Such a perfect little mashup I would have never imagined. And timely. What was going on? Of course, like you were saying, they always come to Mariah in a crisis. <laughs> yeah. She got the songs for them. She <laughs> got the songs. <laughs> she does. Uh, All right. So, uh, so make it happen. Again, I can't say it enough. It's one of my favorite songs, but we, we love everything about it. And I hope she continues to perform it for the rest of her career. For a while, at least. Well, for a while. Yeah. You know, you know, because <laughs> it takes a lot of running. It does. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of running to perform this song. Um, but let's take a quick splash break and we will be back. Do you have a great idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? You need to know about Anchor.fm. Anchor has created tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Best of all, it's completely free. So take the first step. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We are back. Yes, we are. And we are discussing Make It Happen and how much we loved it. But we have to play Shuffle again. Let's finish out the album. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, let's click on So Cold. Ooh, I love this song. It's a good one. It is a really good one. Again, Mariah goes low, she goes high, and it's it's a, a great song. Mm-hmm. But also, we're now creating the songwriting genre of the man leaving. Mm-hmm. We're starting to break up. Yes. So cold. Mm-hmm. I love it. Like, a bit like... Um, from Music Box, um, what's that song? Everything Fades Away. Okay. And then Faded from Strontus. A little bit, I see that. Like the cracks are forming. Yeah. Okay. Well, now how about this? You know, it is said to be that this was supposed to be the very first single for the album. Really? Do you think that would have worked out? Mm. I say no. I agree. Because Emotions, <laughs> the song is just, it's, it's too good. But I think they were eyeing this one to be the first single. I think this would be more of the same from the last album. You need Emotions to mix it up. Yeah, but I mean, but also I think they wanted this to be the first single because it was a Mariah C&C uh, collaboration and they were really wanting one of those songs that they worked on mm. together to be it. But Emotions was the perfect one. Mm-hmm. It was just perfect. Yeah. And I think that this 
even though this is a great song, I don't know how radio would have done with it because radio was so big back in the day with the opening. Mm-hmm. You know, because it starts real low. It's also sort of long. Mm-hmm. I feel like they would have had to do some sort of radio edit and that would have taken away from mm. the grandeur of this song. So I think it's perfect as a album track. Yeah. It's one of the strongest tracks for sure. Yeah. So I see why they would want it to be lead single, but mm-mm. Did she do it live? I don't think so. No, right? No. Mm-mm. But she did recently talk about it on Twitter. Um, well, she slandered it. Mm. Saying not surprised. <laughs> not surprised. But all of uh, the lambs uh, responded by saying, how could you think this song is bad? It's like literally so good. Nobody could sing this song. This is one of those songs that only Mariah could sing. Yeah. Just from the pure range of vocal. Um, And it's just a fun song. And so then Mariah did come back and she was like, okay, I listened to it again. It's not as bad as I thought. (laughs) I was like, that's right, girl. It's not. It is absolutely not. So we love So Cold. We do. Um, Okay, let's talk about If It's Over. All right. So this is... Sort of an iconic song. Well, I'm going to say just the songwriting as alone is iconic. True. Carol King, um, you know, is a legendary talent as a songwriter and, and a singer. And um, it was incredible for me. She actually called my management company and um, asked to work with me, which was really an honor, you know, and um, kind of scary. You know, she flew in and um, from her for home where she lives on a farm and we got together and um, we met and we wrote the song in a day it's called if it's over it's on the album we wrote it in about an hour and a half and it was like the fastest song I've ever written and I played her some of my stuff showed her where I was coming from you know with this new album and she was really you know she aside from the fact that she's amazingly talented and has written some legendary songs i mean incredible songs she's so down to earth and she made me feel so comfortable you know being there with her and being nervous and being like oh here i am you know i've listened to your stuff since i was like you know a tot (laughs) and here i am writing with you you know what i mean it was incredible Carol King is the one who wanted to work with Mariah. Mm. So she called the record label and said, get me Mariah. Yeah. And another little tidbit was that she wanted Mariah to cover Natural Woman. Oh. And Mariah said, absolutely not. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, no, no. It's That's hers, you yeah. know? So she ended up not doing that. They wrote a song together. Yeah. And it's If It's Over. I would like to hear Mariah sing Natural Woman there. I mean, of course, yes. Just for the records. I mean, you know, just for the fun of it. Yeah. You know, she will. She did that little bit sort of with um, at the Divas Live, but it, she really didn't sing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, she yeah, had yeah. just a little part. Uh-huh. Um, but this If It's Over, I think is a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. So she performed it on uh, a MTV couple Unplugged. times. MTV Unplugged is probably what we know it best for. Mm-hmm. She also performed it on Oprah. Mm-hmm. She performed it at the Grammys. Yeah. Which this Grammy performance might be the best of them all. It's it's sort of a toss-up between is it the Grammys or is it Saturday Night Live? Which is which is the better version? Mm, mm-hmm. Because again, this is a song where when Mariah does it live, it's even better mm-hmm. than the album version. Mm-hmm.
It is. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. It's. It showcases Mariah in every way that you would want to be showcased. Mm-hmm. So from writing to producing to vocals to live performance, she got everything covered in this song. So, you know, here comes my next question. You know, when we talk about So Cold or If It's Over, if there was a fourth single from this, mm-hmm. what do you think it would, would, would or should have been? Well, If It's Over is sounding like the winner of the fourth single. I think so. That never happened. The because they they never were marketing this as a single, yeah. So yet Mariah was still performing it all the time at major major television moments to move albums, yeah. But also because it's a showcase of Mariah as a, a complete artist, mm-hmm. you know. And, and so I feel like this would have been the next one had they you know pushed it. But then but then. Uh, Unplugged came out So mm. that whole thing And then she got the number one with I'll Be There mm-hmm. But she was performing, you know, Make It Happen And If It's Over, at Unplugged and Emotions Yeah, I'm kind of fascinated by the way It turned out, the Mariah and Carole King collaboration mm-hmm. I thought it would have sounded More like a Carole King song Does that make sense? Uh, this sounds like Mariah, a Mariah ballad Yeah, but a strong one Yeah With a lot of soul in it yeah, but this could be like a Walter A song. It could, it could. I'm not getting much Carol King out of it. I think what we're getting the most is just Mariah. Yeah, you know, it's like, more Mariah. It's more Mariah than anything, which goes to show that like she can sit in a room with an accomplished, very successful, very good songwriter, and she can still have her own voice and her own style come through. Mm-hmm. So I think, again, this song speaks a lot of Mariah's all-around amazingness when it comes to music. Yeah. So I love this song. Do and we want her and Carol to work, work again together? Yeah, why not? Why not? I'm surprised I didn't. For real. You know, especially after Divas. Yeah. Because, you know, they were again. Yeah, yeah. That same thing. And also, I feel like in that Diva special, wh- how amazing would it have been if Mariah sang If It's Over? Oh, yeah. Right? Why wasn't that planned? I don't know. I don't know. Because wasn't the Divas a tribute to Carole King? Or no, it was, Aretha? it was a tribute to Aretha. Okay. But, but you know, whatever. <laughs> what was Carole doing then? Because <laughs> Carole wrote <laughs> Natural, uh, Woman. Natural Woman, yeah, yeah. which is, you know, Aretha's song. But anyways... So I, I think this song is great, and it's a great little song to end on because it is, of all the other songs we've talked about in our shuffle play, yeah. this is probably the, the strongest. And, you know, all the fans love it. And also, it is over, this series. It is. <laughs> <laughs> if it's over, let me know. But we are letting you know um, that we've had a great time sort of going back in the vault of the Emotions era yeah. and reliving all those moments. Yeah, get into all the music videos, relive the early 90s. There's really good club mixes of Make It Happen, mm-hmm. Emotion, yeah. a lot of good stuff that came out of this. All kinds of good stuff. So get into it. And we want to hear from you. If you haven't already, tell us what your favorite Emotions era moment was. Song, performance, anything. Because we're going to hit you with an episode with all of your moments. Yeah. So make sure you follow us at The Mariah Report. Get your last minute entries in. And leave an Apple podcast review. If you want more content, you can also support this series by going to patreon.com slash the Mariah Report. Um, make a small donation and you get bonus content. What else? I think that's it. 
Can we go back to 20? <laughs> no, I don't want to go back there. No, I don't want to. <laughs> I want to stay in 1992. <laughs> the good old days. I know. The good old days. Yes. Um, no, it's been fun covering this, and we'll do more moments uh, back in time. Yeah. Soon. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. The Mirai Report is produced and edited by Dan Enriquez and Martin Burgess. Hosted by Dan Enriquez and Martin Burgess. Graphics created by Sean Marks. Theme music created by E-Reezy Beats. Thank you to the listeners who support the show on Patreon. If you'd like to show your support or for more information, visit the show notes in your podcast app.